This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is Matthew Cruz with the Comstock Report. A market research firm concluded from a study in 2018 that the potential for agriculture carbon credit in the U.S. could reach close to 200 million tons per year. Depending upon the value of carbon credits, they saw the U.S. carbon credit market exceeding $5 billion. This would represent about 80% of U.S. agriculture soil carbon storage potential, which could harness up to 250 million tons of carbon dioxide annually. Of course, seeing the opportunity and actually taking advantage of the opportunity are two different things. They need farmers to go along with it. One study showed that while the majority of farmers may be interested in selling carbon credits, less than 7% had already signed up for a carbon credit program or at least trying to. Dozens of companies are jockeying for position as the go-to carbon partner with farmers. The emerging process is so new, nobody really knows how it will all shake out at this point. These companies have the upper hand and you have limited leverage when it comes to negotiating. One such firm called Indigo has transformed itself half a dozen times, essentially chasing the flavor of the month. Indigo began as a seed treatment company and later got into transport logistics. They are also trying to create the eBay of online grain sales and beginning in 2019, they announced their own carbon credit program, which means their experience with carbon credits is much older than COVID. The Wall Street Journal covered how they have struggled to perform while jumping from industry to industry, trying to find something that clicks. This is all easy to do when you have millions of dollars from Wall Street, but eventually investors will want to see long-term profitability. If they don't, Indigo may move on to the next business. One of the biggest challenges is proving to carbon credit buyers that the money they are paying is going towards an activity that otherwise would not take place without their financial reward. Carbon buyers want to incentivize farmers to adopt regenerative farming practices, so there will be some resistance to paying those farmers that are already using them. One such company called Nori requires that farmers prove that they have never used a regenerative farming practice. The risk is that those already doing no-till, for example, will be incentivized to till their soil so they can be considered non-compliant. Once done, they can then return to their previous no-till system, collecting carbon credit payments. Corteva also has their own carbon credit program that pays out according to tillage reduction, cover crop adoption, and nitrogen efficiency. Its payout value is also affected by soil type and location. After speaking with Corteva, they are unapologetic about excluding the farmer who had been faithfully utilizing regenerative farming practices for the past several years or more. They only sign up farmers who have not yet adopted these practices. This means that it could potentially have the adverse effect where farmers till up their land, releasing tons of stored carbon so that they can qualify for the program the following year. They were also well aware that their monetary payments would not cover all the costs of adopting regenerative practices. Their payment range varies from as low as $6 per acre to up to $30 per acre, but my impression is that most payments will be below $10 per acre. Cover crops can cost as much as $35, and that is based on last year's prices. A $6 per acre payment would barely cover just the application. Corteva was quite clear that they are not trying to convince everyone to convert to regenerative farming. They also seem to be aware that this process was not meant to be fair to everyone. 
Their goal was to identify and partner with those select farmers who were already thinking about converting to regenerative farming practices but had not yet done so. While farmers may balk at this, they also reminded me that if farmers passed at these low prices and went ahead and adopted these practices without them, they would eventually be excluded from joining later on as it would be considered an established practice. A rival carbon credit company run by CIBO says farmers can earn credits for regenerative practices even if they have been using it for many years. CIBO tracks regional practices and compares one farm to the overall average. If you are adopting cover crops in a region that does not utilize cover crops, your credit will be higher than if you were in a region that already widely adopts cover crops. For more information on specific carbon programs, Iowa State University has done a good job of comparing all of the different programs that are out there. You are listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, visit us online at Comstock.com or call 712-227-11. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.